What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, July 6th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the New York Times, quoted at Tim Geddes. Still the verified one, Greg. Over on you threads. are still verified. Yeah, don't you know? fi- ladies and gentlemen, find us on threads. We're over there threading it up. Threading and that's up, what I'm everybody. saying. Mm-hmm. As soon as I heard Instagram was getting ready to do this thing, I was like, oh, this is going to be the one. This is the one. This is the one. Why? The one. Because we're all fucking lazy. And yeah. I don't want to go build a new list of everything. People to follow me. and fi- I went over there. I imported everybody. I see everybody. I turned it on. Great. 50% done. worked. It was great. Yeah. We went from one bad guy to another bad guy. I don't know what's happening. All, no billionaire. Care. Nobody should be a billionaire. I digress. But like overthrow the government you know what i mean like whatever but like threads that seems like a fun time so So far far, so good so So far far, so so good good. i'll take it greg i have a question for you i was at a walgreens and they were um blasting some absolutely pumping jams all right and it was a a a modern song that was like a reinterpolation uh reinterpolation reinterpret interpretation i mean don't get me wrong i'm an idiot no no no, no. interpolation interpolation yeah like it's a musical thing oh okay when you my apologies yeah, yeah yeah Uh, some like motifs and stuff of an old song, and I need your help identifying this song. Sure. I want to say it's like a, a '80s or early '90s dance song. Okay, Chad, help me out. The insertion of something of a different nature into something else. I apologize. Yeah, there I, you go. I was trying to help. I wasn't trying to. No, no, I appreciate. It. I appreciate it. I'm so, I'm taking off for sure. um, the, the the song goes a little something like this: do 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 does that sound familiar to you? No. No. So I need to give it a hum. Popcorn. 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 They're saying popcorn. It's called popcorn. I think. So think of a Veggie Tales song for some reason. Wait, can you imagine it was Veggie Tales? That'd be fucking hilarious. I got an ad. God forbid Nikal98 on YouTube just lets me get it. Is that it? Yeah. But then it starts getting crazy later. Anyway, this song's a fucking lyric. I need a lyric in there. You can't just throw me a bunch of beeps and boops. But now there's now there's a new a new song. There's there's some woman singing over this, and it, I I was obsessed with it, but I I couldn't uh, get my Shazam in time to to work out. So if anybody has information, tweet at me or thread at me at Tim Gettys. There you go. There we go. Yeah, it felt good to have a little verification badge still on there. It you did. know what I mean? You know, what real I mean? good. Just hey, I don't I don't lose all this. Mm-hmm. It's it's pivoted to something else. When are they going to merge Instagram and threads into one? I app? mean, I I thought it was going to happen, Greg, Please. and then the moment that it had a different uh, app. follow account, and I was like, fuck, well, the dream is dead. Yeah. Like, what? It's so simple. Well, now it builds both ways, maybe. You know what I mean? Because I'll tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, 1.2 million of you, a lot of bots, follow me on Twitter, right? Way out of the fucking Instagram. You know what I mean? I say all the time on this show, like, subscribe, share, leave a review. And you, it's white noise to you people. I get it. You've done the bit. Go to Instagram and click follow. Do it. And like, I don't care if you ever look. You can mute me after that. You know how much that helps us out when we're selling stuff or doing things? Or try, I'm talking to some celebrity like, well... Uh, you talk to me on it. I start talking to him on Instagram. Like, oh man, you got to look at my Twitter. I, I swear I'm not a crazy. Well, I want to go that far. Yeah, but yeah. I swear I'm a bigger deal than I look like. I, I do am. feel like they're slowly trickling over. I feel like I've gotten a, oh, a, they are. a weird influx of Instagram followers lately in the aftermath of 
or the fuck's happening on every piece well, of Well, that's because all you put up is pantsless photos, and it's great. People what? love it. People love it. See, no, here's the problem with the Insta- Instagram. They want to see the Indies, Barrett. They finally tuned their 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 system over the last couple of years, whether you like it or not. But you, now that the reels, everybody pushed against, and now they're just part of the fucking thing. Now you get the first uh, tab is the post, the second tab is the reels, right? Yeah. Just add a fucking Threads tab. Yeah. Just have the first tab be all of it together. Then have individual tabs for everything else. Then everyone's fucking happy. Get what you want and don't do the other stuff. One follower count. But they didn't do that, Greg. And I don't think they ever will. No, because then you get into it. It's like you go in there and it's like, well, now I only want to see. This is the big thing. I mean, like, God, I, I responded to him last night. But, there, you know, it, before he turned out to be a pervert and everybody hated him, Louis, Louis C.K. had that bit of, like, being on an airplane and they introduced, they're like, oh, the Wi-Fi doesn't work today. And they didn't know they, it, that was even a possibility yet. And the guy's like, whoa. Of course. The guy's like, it just fucking happened. Why? Like yesterday, immediately, Blessing, and like everybody else in the world, but Blessing being our, our friend, being like, oh, can I get a follower-only feed? I'm like, this thing just launched. <laughs> it's been launched 15 minutes. Give yeah. them a chance to breathe. <sighs> Tim? Yes. I want to start with a question that will let us breathe. Get our Please. feet wet before we get into the nerdy news you need to know about. Cameron from Massachusetts writes in and says, is 2023 going to be this generation's 2007 yes. could 2023 be the best year in gaming so far given how many sequels from beloved franchises are coming street fighter 6 assassin's creed mirage spider-man 2 final fantasy 16 jedi survivor zelda just dance 2024 lol on top of new ip coming to the games for the first time like starfield avatar and forspoken lol is this the best year in gaming ever i don't even think it's a question at this point greg yeah, I was ready to fight you. No, I, I feel like we're not, a lot of people are going to get to the end of the year and have this conversation. I'm sure mm-hmm. we will too on games. Oh, yeah. Andy will pop up and be like, "Well, there was no Elden Ring this year, so blah. you know what I mean." But like, mm-hmm. come on, come what a fuck year on. we're fucking having. No, the thing I keep saying is like, in terms of new IP, in terms of sequels, in terms of uh, remakes, remasters, like any of the different things that we expect from video games these days, we're getting, and we're getting like some of the best examples of ever. Like, how in the same year did we get Dead Space remake and Resident Evil 4 remake? And then we're also getting Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6. And then we're Armor also 4. getting high, uh, Hi-Fi Rush. And then we have so many things. Spider-Man 2, uh, Starfield, Armored Core, Alan Mortal Kombat, Wait Alan Wake 2. Metroid all of those. Prime was this year? And we got Metroid much? Prime Remastered yeah. this year as well. Like, um, we got our Fire Emblem Engage this year. Like th- we have Mario uh, Wonder coming out. There's just so much that we don't even have yet, but we also Spongebob know what's Spongebob already Pants, the Cosmic Shake is here. Um, and uh, the Hogwarts Legacy. Like there's been so many yeah. incredible games, so many uh, different types of things for people that like. Yeah, I, I at this point don't even think it's close. Like when you look at title by title of like the accomplishments of what happened. Like even looking at something like Jedi Survivor. Like they did it arguably better than the first one i feel like that that's a conversation that like no matter who i talk to it's not like there's a clear oh man it wasn't as good as the first it's like now people either like it better or have to argue and i feel like that's the case for a lot of the the sequels that we've gotten and things like diablo 4 hell yeah brother they nailed it hell yeah they did Gollum. well you know, can't have the sweet without the Best doubt. year doesn't mean perfect year. Yeah, you know, yeah, not everything's a 10 out of 10 on that one. All right, well, that was a quicker conversation than I thought it would be. You know what I mean? Most of the chat was with us. I saw some shout-outs for 2017. Of course, PUBG, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Resident Evil 7, Cuphead, Persona 5. Oh, no slouch. That was a good year. Yeah. That was a no good slouch. Year. Nobody's saying that. I just think, again, pound for pound. Looking through what else 2017 had. I'm tossing out Wolfenstein 2, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, of course. AC Origins? I think was that year. I do feel like 2017, 2018 as a one-two punch 
off the top of my Pretty head, it's still is unrivaled. Best back in terms of a back to back. Yeah. In terms of best year, yeah, it's 2023, y'all. We're living it. I can't believe we're living it. That makes me happy. Uh, before we move on to the actual news you need to know about, you put two links in here. You yes. said this makes you happy. What is this? Really, really happy. Barrett, if you could bring up the first one here. So, no clip. Our friend uh, Danny O'Dwyer and them friend, over there. You're using pretty loosely. I hate you so you much. You know what I mean? Um, Started the show with me, moved away, lost my number, and then moved back. Never moved calls. Back. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're doing something really cool called the No Clip Archive, where uh, they have footage to a whole bunch of stuff. That, I don't know actually where the, the source of this is. I imagine it's from, do you know? They've been tweeting about it kind of vaguely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure there is if I was to go watch. But it, yeah, they basically came into possession of some obscene amount of almost lost forever video game tapes. Which They're I would like, imagine. Like old things we had at IGN. Came from GameSpot, IGN, or game trailers or some G4, combination. somewhere uh, in there. G4, because yeah, yeah. there weren't that many uh, groups out there back then that were uh, doing video that way. So like I remember, yeah, at IGN, like one of my first intern jobs was organizing all this fucking shit. Oh, I remember being, or- yeah, these, D- these, what are they good? I want to say them DV tapes. DV, like, yeah, mini DV. Well, DV back then it was even the bigger ones. But um, anyways, they took these and they're re-digitizing them or digitizing them for the first time properly. So it's some of the highest quality assets that we've ever had of some of this like super iconic, important to video game history stuff, something that's never even seen the light of day. Uh, but Barrett, the second YouTube link, um is extremely cool like this is uh the first space world showing of um the gamecube uh, that everyone got really excited about that we we got our first look at luigi's mansion what a metroid prime would eventually become like our first shot of uh, samus really in 3d that wasn't just a second in um smash brothers sure but then the biggest thing was um a a look at what a gamecube zelda could look like i remember this and no, um, i'll never forget but this. this is like by far the highest quality we've ever had this like before it was this like little tiny yeah exactly like, stamp yeah, you size thing so whatever, yeah. yeah like here we have the, the canon and uh link fight which is so funny because like I remember seeing every shot Dude. of this as a screenshot in magazines. And, and I remember watching that and, and, and seeing it and being like, oh, my God, this looks so fucking good. And now you look at it like, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a product of the time or whatever. Absolutely. But anyways, man, it, there's so much stuff like that throughout. Barrett, the if you can, because I haven't had the time to do it myself. Can you click into the link I just sent? This is the Danny O'Dwyer tape. or Danny o- He changed his name to Danny O'Video Tapes, which I appreciate. But he put up this tweet that has a video in it that I'd like to watch with sound. A while back, no clip video saved a large collection of lost gaming history. We spent a year expanding this collection and buying capture equipment. I am now logging and digitizing anything with historical value on both the Internet Archive and YouTube. And then he has like a minute and a half video if we can watch that. Barry. Hey, what's up? Uh, Danny here from Noclip. Uh, and I've got something special to show you. This is a box full of tapes. And more tapes. Look at these boxes. Just full of videotapes. But what's even on these tapes? My porn collection? Nope, even better. Thousands of hours of trailers, interviews, behind-the-scenes features, and gameplay capture from over a decade of video game history. Most of it lost to time, not currently on the internet, and only stored on the tapes in these boxes. You want proof this isn't just porn? You got it. Here's gameplay of an unreleased title showing previously unseen levels. Here's an interview with Hideo Kojima that was wiped from the internet 10 years ago. Here's a never-before-seen press preview for Knights of the Old Republic before the game was even announced. And here's the highest quality version of Microsoft's E3 2009 (laughs) press conference that's ever been seen online. All those were from two random boxes I picked out out of what is the largest collection of video game history that hasn't been digitized in the world. Hey, welcome to Infinity War. Come on in. All of this lost to time and destined to never be seen again. 
because most of these tapes were days away from being thrown in a landfill before Noclip stepped in. Since we saved that initial collection, we've been adding to it, creating what is now likely the largest collection of video game videotapes in the world, from VHS to Beta SP, DV, Mini DV, HD Cam, DVC Pro, I'd never even heard of that one before. I think there's a few DVDs in here too. Amazing. Yeah, super damn cool, man. It's something that I, Fran always wanted to get going at IGN and just never could because you need to dedicate and like have that be the focus, and that's what things like Noclip are allowing the world to have is, is the the time and focus to be able to like do this type of thing. So like good on them. And I think this is awesome. And I can't wait to skim through it. Like even just looking at the YouTube, I'm like, dang, this is taking me back to things that I've heard of, but never seen like that KOTOR uh, situation. Awesome. I read about people's previews in magazines yeah, yeah, that, yeah, but yeah, I didn't yeah. get to see it. So yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. cool. Danny's doing amazing work over there, everybody. If you like it, head on over to patreon.com slash kind of funny and support us so we can buy Noclip one day. God, such an asshole. Every time. <laughs> I fucking knew he was going there. Barry, play my music. <laughs> All right. I say, ladies and gentlemen, today, what are you doing with that $50 in your bank account? Listen to my music. Barrett's about to play, and then I'll tell you what you do. You go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. You make us very successful. And then we buy everybody else. I ask you, you've all kneeled, genuflect, bowed at the altar of Mark Zuckerberg today. And what does it tell you? Consolidation is great. Let someone have all the eggs in one basket. Why not? Kind of funny. Do you want IGN to buy everybody? Did it work for one up? No. Damn. So give us your money. Trust us. Let us invest your money in other organizations that we deem good enough to survive. Easy allies. Midmax. Will they all survive? No, we'll make a fight, but we'll get everybody we want, and then we'll, pe you know what, no, just actually go to patreon.com slash noclip and support Danny and all the amazing work he's doing over there. He's, of course, incredible. Uh, you know, it's awesome to see him still thriving succeeding you know what i mean like when we left so many people thought we were taking such a big chance uh to see danny then go out you know not too long afterwards and go i'm gonna make video game documentaries is like oh that's awesome but is there an appetite there is there an audience for it and you see him continue to fuck crush it if, if you didn't go and watch the the documentary they did on the completionist right when uh, the mix yeah. fell through at e3 you got to go check that amazing out. stuff GF. absolutely amazing work and the, the archive stuff i think is even better so yeah patreon.com slash no clip for all of that I appreciate you, Greg. There's a duality to you. People love, I mean, again, it's like the whole thing with the singing. Mm -hmm. You can go anywhere and get the people just telling you the good stuff, but yeah. don't you want to have some fire to it? Don't you? Yeah, yeah, it's you just know? a little Isn't fire. Isn't it fun it's not knowing what I'm going to do? You know what I mean? Oh, man. Uh, Jeff Keighley, tell me if you like the flash. Uh, let's get to some video game news like Final Fantasy 16 getting a patch, Xbox Game Pass becoming more expensive, and so much more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show over at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. You can write in for free with your questions, comments, squad-ups like the one we have for an SDCC meetup today, and so much more. Then... Watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, guess what? You have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and listening on podcast services around 
the globe. Of course, like I joked before, we couldn't do this without your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You keep the 11 of us employed. You keep kind of funny independent. And of course you could get a bevy of bonus content. You could get hundreds of episodes. That's right. Hundreds of episodes right now. You of course could go over there and get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free as a video and an MP3. You could get the ability to watch us record our podcast live a day before anybody else sees them. Of course they'd be ad free as well of course if you have no bucks tossed away consider using the epic creator code kind of funny when you're checking out in the epic game store or when you're playing a game like fortnite rocket league or something else that uses the epic game store housekeeping for you there's a new x cast live right now and it has shannon liao from the new york times on it talking all about that ftc trial that they covered uh gary's there and mike's there and it's a great episode you should go listen of course podcast services around the globe and youtube.com slash kind of funny uh games over on patreon right now all of last month's content is up for ten dollars that's right if you didn't know we put up Dozens and dozens and dozens of pieces of exclusive content on patreon.com slash kind of funny. And then one month later, we bring it down a tier to the $10 subscription. So right now you could go there and listen forever and have a great time. Uh, Secret Invasion is still happening, ladies and gentlemen. And that means that Tim is still doing his one-on-one reaction series. Who's on this week? This is MT, uh, uh, Master Tainment on Twitter, also from New Rock Stars. Um, And we had a fantastic conversation about episode three of Secret Invasion. Uh, We've been doing breakdowns uh, week to week. We're going to continue to do that, and then eventually we're going to add Secret Invasion to in-review with the entire MCU interview crew. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But it's been been really cool. And if you haven't listened to this iteration of Screencast, I I recommend giving it a shot because it's a very different vibe. And it's like it's a lot more like getting into the nitty-gritty of it all as opposed to just, did you like it, not like it, whatever. It's more like, let's get into theories. Let's talk about what we saw. Um, so I highly recommend checking it out. Where are we at right now with your excitement and enjoyment of the season so far? It's a really good show. Okay. It's it's not the best thing ever, but it's uh, far from the worst thing ever. And I are think you, that are there, is Gia gasping at all during it. <gasps> We're not getting too many. Ga- well, yes, there, it's it's a pretty violent show, so there are oh, okay. there are definitely okay. Uh, okay. some moments there. The, the violence, I will say, makes me more confident about a Disney Plus run Daredevil show. Ooh, yeah. I mean, it's very very violent. That's exciting. Um, but I, what I, the thing that I really appreciate about the show so far, three episodes in, is every episode ends with like a cliffhanger, and then they resolve that cliffhanger immediately. So okay. it's like it is a really nice call and response that we're getting so far, okay. and I, every single time I'm, I end, I'm like, hmm, where's this going? And then I get a good answer to it. So I, I hope they stick the landing on this one. Sticking the landing, some things got stuck last night on love, sex, and stuff. Am I mm-hmm. right? That is right. Thanks to your support on Patreon, uh, we are doing the four quarterly um, love, sex, and stuff after dark call-in shows. This is number two, and we had a great, great, great time. Barrett, if you can scroll to the beginning, just to, oh yeah, I guess right here. Here's the shot. Uh, Kevin worked very hard on making this magic thing. happen, uh, but we had a little uh, fun little side couch over there. <laughs> it's actually lit this time rather than um, just be in the ether like last time. Yeah, so it, it was really great and a uh, fun episode, a lot of great advice, a lot of great call-ins and stuff, so thank you for being a part of that. Thank you, folks on Patreon, for making that happen. Folks like our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be The Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. A Number one, Square Enix has answered many people's prayers and put out a Final Fantasy 16 patch that will make you less sick playing it. 
This is Ryan Dinsdale at IGN.com. Square Enix has listened to player complaints and included an option to turn off motion blur in Final Fantasy 16's first post-launch patch. Outlined on the Square Enix website, update 1.03 adds a motion blur strength slider in the main menu, allowing players to increase or decrease the intensity of motion blur or turn it off altogether. This comes after several players found the visual effect used for myriad reasons, like giving a sense of speed, covering up a low frame rate, or making in-game action seem smoother to be nauseating. Quote, motion blur strength allows the player to adjust the strength of the motion blur effect when the character or camera is in motion, the patch notes read. The default setting is the maximum of five. This can be lowered to reduce the strength of the motion effect blur or set to zero to turn it off completely. A handful of other changes are coming in the patch, which is already available on PlayStation 5, including an increased range of camera sensitivity options, new controller layouts, and some bug fixes. Awesome stuff, Greg. Like, this was something that a lot of people were asking for, Andy Cortez uh, included, so good that this is an option. It's one of those options I wish was there at launch. Like, I feel like their Final Fantasy 16 was so close to just nailing it, and uh, there's just a couple little things, the control options as well, um, that I'm like, damn, I wish it was just there. Um, but hey, not too far out from launch. So I, I think that overall this is this is a win. And um, it's definitely going to enhance a lot of people's experience. As you have moved away from Final Fantasy 16, a game you loved, a game you gave a 5 out of 5 on the mm -hmm. kind of funny scale, where is it sitting in your memory? Are you I thinking mean, of it often? Are you thinking, yeah. it, is, it, is it rivaling Zelda at all for Game of the Year? Or is Zelda still just perfect? It's complicated. I'm not done with Final Fantasy 16. I might be done. But you, I don't you think I'm credits, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. No, 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 but I like... I, oh, you're still playing after Yes, I'm still playing uh, to the point that, like, I, I really want to platinum this game. But I've been doing all How of the... the what's up? How is the platinum? I so that, that's it. my problem with it, is it's not bad, but it does the thing that I really dislike, which is now you need to beat the game on New Game Plus. Ooh, and it's like, it's a long game. Never fun. Never and fun. so it's a, it's a harder difficulty. That excites me. There's a lot of good stuff going, but I'm like, I don't know... If I didn't have a million games coming out, if this wasn't the best year in video games, I'd be like, fuck yeah, this is the best thing ever. But I do, so I'm like, I don't know that I got another minimum 20 hours to to do this, like, at least not right now. And if I don't do it now, I don't think I'm ever doing it. Yeah, yeah. But um, I've been going back, and even though it's not going to be the Platinum, I've been doing all the other stuff because I'm like, I want 100% the core of this sure. game that I can. Well, then it's also that thing that I'm talking on my ass because I mm -hmm. haven't looked at the trophies. But if you did all that and then... A year and a half from now, there is a lull, and you're like, you know what? I just have that one trophy. I just have one new game plus to run. Yeah. Then it's a little bit different than trying to show totally. it right now. Totally. But uh, I, I've been doing everything, and at this point, like last night I, or a couple nights ago, I completed all the hunts, which are like the the biggest thing. Um, and I, I when I reviewed the game, I had most of them done, uh, but there was a couple of the S-rank ones that I just didn't get to. This big drag was kicking my ass, Greg. Yeah. But I kicked his. I fucking kicked his. Uh, but yeah, I've done, I've done pretty much everything now that I can without doing the... Um, New Game Plus, with the exception of the Chronolith Trial stuff that, like, I just did for the first time. It fucking destroyed me. I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to actually use some strategy on this shit. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to get back to doing that. I'm loving this game. I can't stop thinking about this game. They just put out uh, a sampling of the soundtrack this morning, and my whole drive here, I was listening to it. I legitimately am obsessed with Final Fantasy 16. I've been just watching everyone's reaction to all the boss fights. Uh, I, I'm thrilled watching Andy play through this because, like, he, I knew he was going to love so much the things that he is just losing his shit over, and I can't yeah. wait for him to get to the end of this. Um, but, yeah, in terms of it being my game of the year, I just I feel 
it, it's so stupid and subjective because who the hell cares what any of this shit means of game of the year, like to me versus kind of sure, funny sure, versus sure, whatever. Sure. But it's like, I can't believe Final Fantasy 16 is not my game of the year because yeah. it's that damn good. But well, it's Zelda, Zelda. dude. Yeah. It's fucking Zelda. Yeah. Like, and I, 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 that's okay, man. Best year in gaming, period. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Final Fantasy 16 is very damn special to me and I love it. And to see the amount of discourse around the game in every which way fascinates the hell out of me. And every time I see something, I'm like, huh, that's an interesting perspective. Whether I agree or don't, I'm like, there's a lot to talk about with this game. And like, they, in my opinion, completely nailed it. Do you want to know something exciting? I do, Greg. As you know, I have to, I'm, I'm, I'm a mercenary. One review to the next review, mm-hmm. to the next review, to the next review. I've got a review coming up next week. I can tell you what it is. It's embargoed. But world credits on the game last night. I still want to go and tinker today. But once I'm, I think today will be the, I'll be done and I'll be ready for my review and I have to worry about it. And then there's nothing, there's nothing breathing down my neck. There's no code. There's nothing uh-huh. happening. I don't know why we're going to slow zoom on this one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's time to, I'm gonna, and I am going to restart Final Fantasy. Okay. I know I'm only in. three hours in or whatever, but what I want is the experience I didn't get when I started it before, Got it. which is if it's today or if it's at home, uh, go to the big screen TV put on the headset, turn Dolly. off my email, my phone and, and go into it that way and go. Yeah. I, go. I, I will say, I think that the opening hours are like the slowest bit of the game. Sure. And, like, and I enjoyed what I started playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, but, it, but it's like, I don't want to, it's like already like, I remember, and this is like the, again, opening hour of the game. Like I remember the woman came out and kissed the guy who was mean in the room, but I don't remember their names. And I know active lore and all that. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather just watch a restart. recap of the, of the first two hours. It is pretty damn good. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) But, yeah, oh, I'm so excited for you. And please keep me updated every step of the way. Because I do think you're going to freaking love this thing, Greg. I do, too. And that's why I'm excited. And hopefully I get at least that week with it before. I hope I get time to get to it, too. And I'll tell you, too, the other, and like, you know, another thing, spoilers, everybody. Not really, but a spoilers for Greg's opinion of video games, right? We've recorded all the Brian Altano Let's Plays uh, from uh, when you helped us in uh, October. When we launched the studio, one of the fundraising goals was me and Brian do a Let's Play series like we used to at IGN. Uh, we asked on, on Gregway, everybody's cool with it, so we did a Zelda Let's Play a series. Uh, we called it 20 minutes, 20 minutes of Tears. Every episode is 20 minutes of us playing Tears of the Kingdom. And the, my you know, thesis, my, uh, my mission statement on that one was, all right, I haven't played in a month because what happened is started playing and did the thing, and then Diablo came, and I went to Diablo review, and then it was, let's be obsessed with Diablo for a while, and then it was review, 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 and here we are. And jumping back into Zelda, I was so fucking impressed that you can, I can drop, drop back into Zelda and get my sea legs in no time and be ready to go and having a great time and just roaming. And I was like, God, Zelda's so fucking good. That's why it's game of the year. Yeah. For a million of reasons, but I mean, a myriad of reasons. But like for me, the fact that I'm like, all right, cool, this is going to work as a forever game. Yeah. You know, we were just talking about all the upcoming trips I have, and it's like, that's going to be the plane game, right? Just toss Dude, it in there and go. I'm only one temple down. I got three to go, and whatever the hell happens after that. Sure. I'm so damn stoked. And now I, I had to come to grips with my Final Fantasy 16 path forward. And I think I think this is it. I think I might give a little bit more tries to the Chronolith stuff. And if it doesn't click immediately, moving back to Zelda, stick it to it. Because I'm looking at my pipeline, Greg. Yeah. And I don't have anything that I'm like itching for until Spider-Man, Spider-Man probably. Yep. So... What, what, where are you with Starfield? You're, I mean, you're going to play it or I, you're not even I, care about it? Zero. Interest. Okay. Zero. I'm so excited it looks as good as it does for the people. Like, it, this game has to be good, and that uh, showcase was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But it just told me everything I 
already knew. Which so this, this isn't is not the same a game, game for me. Yeah. 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 Um, you but got Disney cool. Illusion Island in 22 days. Too. That is true. That is You've true. Got Mortal Kombat one in 75 days, and then Spider Man two in 106 days. Yeah. You got some kind of countdown clock somewhere? Is IGN doing those? I've got ones? a I've got a game tracker app. Uh, gotcha. And then like a, in my games like log, it tells me like how many days away are, uh, certain games are, which is pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's super. Which awesome. uh, which tracker are you using? Was it or what or what log are you using? Uh, let's see. What is this one called? It's literally called just Game Track uh, Intercept. Wow. It's nice. All right. Well, Tim, mm-hmm. it's probably a good thing you're not excited for Starfield because number two on the Roper Report, Xbox Game Pass is officially more expensive. This is our friend Darren over at GameSpot who writes, Xbox Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate are officially now more expensive. In the United States, Game Pass has increased by $1 per month to $11, while Game Pass Ultimate jumps $2 to $17. PC Game Pass, meanwhile, remains at its existing rate of $10 a month. Despite all this, it doesn't mean your options have completely dried up for getting Xbox Game Pass or Game Pass Ultimate at a discount. Right now, you can grab a three-month subscription for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for just $41.66. In the past, this particular subscription would cost you $45. And with the price increase increase now in place, paying the full price per month for three months would be $51. You can also snag one-month subscriptions for $13.82 at Amazon.com. Yeah. PSA, heads up, it's more expensive. Yeah, totally. We I knew mean, this was coming. Totally. We knew this was going to happen. Here we are. It has to happen. There has to be some level of sustainability with this stuff. And yeah, games cost a lot of money. And, and hopefully, them dominoes are going to start falling, Greg, and starting with Starfield and hopefully never stopping after that. And that costs money. These, so. these exclusives, these uh, Xbox Studio games once a quarter. Yeah, exactly. Which seems like they're semi-lined up for that. So, um, yeah, not surprised by this. And I, I also don't think, like, it's not wild a dollar more it's like yeah it makes sense i think they gave you enough you know heads up to do it where you could get ahead of it and buy it if you really wanted to now it is what it is and yeah like again i think the value is there i think they're you know the commitment and the resources they're pouring into xbox game pass you can make the argument of why it would cost more and why that's okay even though you know paying more for anything sucks absolutely also uh viewfinders in 12 days tim damn damn good time it's a good some would say it's the best year some would smart people kevin your mic's hot (laughs) where oh he's in he's in the he's in the uh, (laughs) the streaming room like where would kevin be using a microphone we'll wait for kevin to clear here as as barrett quickly ran over there or whatever i hope kevin was being real offensive i hope he wasn't (laughs) dude i love Final fantasy 16 greg it's yeah it's just like i wish that there was more like, that's my problem. Like, you know, any good thing. Like, it ends. You're like, I just want more. And it's like, man. But that's the best place to leave. To- absolutely. I would much yeah. rather that than be like, oh, God, this is so, to- this drag so bad to get to this point, right? Yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's, ugh. Lager said, says Final Fantasy 16 is better than Zelda. Discuss. I mean, I, I think that that's not a, a crazy thing to say. Like, I, Zelda's not going to be for everybody. I do think it's for most gamers, but yeah. I don't think it's for everybody. Um, And Final Fantasy 16 is an amazing accomplishment. And, it again is also not going to be for everybody, but I do think that it, there's so much going for it. Where Final Fantasy has amazing character and like themes and things like that, we've all known that for a long time. But some people don't vibe with how open it is, or how turn based it is, or how this or how that, whatever. I think what they made here is the most Last of Us like Final Fantasy they've ever done, and that's going to speak to a lot of people. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that people would think that it's better than Zelda. And I don't necessarily disagree in a lot of ways. I just think that when we're talking about the game of the year, I, I think that that 
personally goes to Zelda. Like the magic that I feel playing Zelda of like, it brings me back to making me feel like I've never played a video game before. And that's not hyperbole. Like no. there are many moments that I'm just like, wow, wow. I was many moments in Final Fantasy. I was saying, wow, but they were expected moments. There was a hype thing happening. And in my mind, I'm like, I hope they do this. I'm like, oh my God, they're, they're doing, doing it. it. Ah, but Zelda's like, oh, wow. Just that is sure that just and let me broke tell you, me. Tim, you're gonna have some of those wild moments in yeah. Zelda. Yeah, I mean, w- without spoilers, the Master Sword moment. I can't believe I would have Master Swords. Oh, I know game. exactly. I never would have believed that I, that I there'd be another one that's up there with Link to the Past or Ocarina of Time. There is. They fucking did it. They did it, everybody. See, this is my other problem too, and this is why I didn't want to open the Pandora's box of the Let's Plays with Brian and Zelda. Mm-hmm. Because then it is like, maybe I should just play more Zelda. I can't go wrong, but I feel like Final Fantasy will be done quicker than Zelda will be. Which is saying something because yeah. both are big games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you you again, got 50 hours like if, ahead of you. I feel like just leaving Probably. Zelda for the Switch on the road, on the mm. road, the road would also be helpful. Yeah. And you got a lot of travel coming yeah, up. Yeah, Zelda took me like roughly 75 hours. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Number three on the Roper Report. FC24's cover star has reportedly been leaked. This is Eddie at GameSpot. The cover star for EA's inaugural EA Sports FC game, which replaces the FIFA series in terms of branding, has reportedly been leaked. Internet super sleuth Bill Bill Coon reported that 22-year-old Manchester City striker Erling Haaland will be the cover star for EA Sports FC 24's standard edition. This report follows a story earlier this week that supposedly revealed the release date for EA Sports FC 24. The leaker opted not to share a photo of Holland on the cover due to copyright concerns, VGC reported, but said the cover shows him in a Champions League game preparing to fire off a shot. The report went on to say that Holland will also grace the cover of, re- of a reported Ultimate Edition of EA Sports FC24, and he'll supposedly be joined on it by 30 past and present male and female soccer stars like Sam Kerr, Pele, and Zindine Zidane. I'm sorry, I screwed that up. Uh, EA Sports FC 24 will reportedly release on September 29th, and people who buy the more expensive Ultimate Edition can supposedly jump in an entire week earlier. Once again, Lexi or Alexi Lawless, I'm not even sure, it's robbed. I don't even know what you're talking about. That was an American soccer player. It's a one soccer player I remember from the 90s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lexi Lawless, Alexi Lawless, somebody in the chat, let me know. You know? They're all making fun of how I said the other name too. Like I don't know soccer, folks. I'm sorry. I don't know. I've never heard these names. Lucy Lawless, See, not Lucy Lawless. Don. You are correct, Greg. Which one is re- correct? Uh, Alexi Lawless. There it Alexi is. Thank Lawless. you, Alexi Lawless. Lucy Lawless. Remember Lucy Lawless, Zena, Warrior Zena, Princess. Yeah. yeah, she's dope. She'd be good at soccer, I imagine. I mean, I, here's my whole thing. Just put her on the fucking cover. Who cares? You know what I mean? Zena, just put Zena on the cover. Does anybody care? Like, uh, we'd be happy. We'd be excited. Don't lie. Yeah, dude. I'll be happy. Yeah, it's a story that really relies on blessing. It really does. Gary being in the building. Yeah, Janet. I don't know. Not not me. Not you, Greg. Tell you that. But hey, everybody. Remember the show The Jersey on the Disney Channel? Huh? Remember the show The Jersey? No, no, I don't Mm. remember the show The Jersey. It was a good show. What all? Anytime I talk about this stuff. All it helps and all it does is make me excited for the return of college football. <laughs> Every time I talk about a, a, an EA Sports game now, it's like, oh, man, EA Sports college football is coming. Doing I can't it. wait. Can't wait. I mean, to talk about like actual relevant sports in our country, uh, Kobe Bryant's the cover for NBA, NBA 2K24. Then I don't know why that. that wasn't on the Roper Report. Oh, you're jumping ahead. It's on there. It's on there? 
Whoa! Yeah, no, I don't believe nah, it. I, 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 I lied. I lied. <laughs> I lied. I saw Ronnie 2K put up something about yeah. like I thought Jordan. Is it him? Ver it's like him crossing up Jordan on one of the covers, the Ultimate oh, maybe. Edition, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Wow. That's why. Again, it's not EA Sports College Football. So who cares? It's not wrestling either. Yeah. If it was wrestling, oh, I'll tell you what. Number one news story. Yeah. Rhea Ripley's on the cover of WWE 2K. Let's go. We'd be talking you about think? it. No. Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I feel like she's she's working her way up there. For sure. You figure. Mm. So, all right. So, who is going to be the cover athlete for 2024 WWE? We figure they've been leaning on the showcase mode, people. Mm. So, are we going to oh, do that right. again? Or are we somebody who's a more classic person than that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then at that point, who are we doing the showcase for? We did Cena. We did Mysterio. Yeah, those are the only two ones who have been given this treatment. Which so me immediately, I jumped to Undertaker. Oh, a living legend. Let's do yeah, a thing. Let's go I'm, through his era. That sounds right. You know how you got to win this thing, do that thing. Especially as open as he is now with the one man show and how much he talks and all that jazz. People say Roman Reigns, but like I don't think Roman would get the showcase yet. So far, the showcase has been reserved for. I well, yeah, I guess you know Ray is Ray is on is still active too. Jake Paul. <laughs> Jake Paul. <laughs> Not even Logan, just Jake Paul. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I can't wait to see who's going to be on the cover. And I'll be here to tell you all about it when it is because of your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Over on patreon.com slash kind of funny, of course, you can toss us a couple of bucks and you can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free as a video and an MP3. You could watch us record the podcast a day early, also ad free. And of course, you could get a bevy of bonus shows, hundreds, literally hundreds of episodes of content you've never seen if you've never supported us before. However, guess what? You're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's. A word from our sponsor. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked you can wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase if you don't love your shady rays exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop their team always has your back shady rays independence day sale is live right now you can go to shadyrays.com and get up to 50 percent off single pairs of sunglasses you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people again that's shady rays dot com shadyrays.com believe it or not ladies and gentlemen we're friends me barrett tim not many of the other guys but us three and so we do talk in between it so where i was going with this story <laughs> during the minute we talked about where we wanted roman reigns and the usos to go cody Rhodes, but then we mentioned uh solo and then it brought up a thing barrett yes you gotta go you should just go watch not on the show but there's a clip going around yesterday of Conan O'Brien. He had Harrison Ford on his podcast or whatever. And at one point, he's talking to him, and Harrison Ford looks at his notebook, and he's like, he, he, Conan O'Brien had written down Han Solo <laughs> and in his notes. And he's like, you can't fucking remember. literally like, you can't fucking remember that? And he's like, yeah, no, I had to write it down. That is so, all I saw from that was a picture of Harrison Ford holding Conan, and it looked like when Greg, or when Nick holds you, Greg. <laughs> sure, yeah. Conan is yeah, a yeah. very Conan man. is a very, very large man, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Number four on the Roper Report. Naraka Blade Point is coming to PS5 and going free to play. This is Wesley Yin Pool at IGN.com. 
Naraka Blade Point comes out on PlayStation 5 on July 13th alongside a Switch across all platforms to free to play. The mythical melee battle royale also gets a new mode called Capture the Spirit Well, a new a new hero called Tessa, a new dual halberd weapon. This is man, I guess this is one. A new dual halberd weapon. Uh crossplay across all platforms launches July 13th too. Naraka Blade Point, developed by 24 Entertainment and published by NetEase Games Montreal, launched on PC in August 2021 before Xbox Series X and S in June 2022. The new PS5 version launches just over a year later. NetEase said Naraka Blade Point has now crossed the 20 million unique player mark. It's a regular in Steam's top 100 ga- played games by concurrent list. Uh, at the time of publication, Naraka Blade Point was the 17th most played game on Steam with just shy of 60,000 concurrents. IGN's Naraka Blade Point review returned an 8 out of 10. Quote, superb melee combat and gravity-defying movement make Naraka Blade Point a clever spin on the familiar Battle Royale formula, end quote. GameSpot added in their reporting, all players who have purchased the game previously will be given in given the in-game gold equivalent to buy the edition they own. Those who picked up the game on Xbox Game Pass will automatically be upgraded to the Ultimate Edition. And a, a further thing on this, Greg. Yeah. Uh, Barrett, I put a, a Twitter link if you could play the, the video there on, at the end of the story here. Uh, Maximilian Dude, who is uh, one of my favorite YouTubers out there, incredible uh, member of the fighting game community, super cool dude. Um, he is being put into the game, oh. which is really cool. Um, as not only him, but him and his little buddy, his Pomeranian Benny, who is the Portillo of, of the, that crew over there. Uh, and similarly, um, unfortunately, Benny died. Um, so this is like a great way to like look at him. Like he's he just gets to, to rock out in this game now. So That's shout incredible. out to Maximilian and and Benny. Look at him. Let's go. Love it. You love to see it. Yeah, That's really, really, cool. really, really cool stuff that uh, that this is happening. Um, Barrett, I also tossed in a link there, too, because I'm saying Battle Royales, you might think, oh, they're done. You know what I mean? That's over with. No, sir. No, it's not. Uh, AEW has announced Stadium Stampede. Have you seen this trailer? I did. We got to watch this trailer again if you haven't seen it, ladies and gentlemen, because AEW Fight Forever is out right now. Of course, me and Sancho gave it a three out of five on the kind of funny scale. They promised more modes, and here is your first look, they said, at Stadium Stampede. Which is just, yeah, you're brawling through the stadium to be the last wrestler standing. If you're an audio listener, they're hitting each other with golf carts. They're doing some moves. There's a there's the thing coming in. They're riding a horse. There's the casino chips. There's a rocket launcher. Like, imagine if Fortnite matched up with wrestling. And then, yeah, you became the last wrestler standing. I mean, it's pretty great. It's one of those where I look at that and it's like, I go through the whole range of... Yep. Oh, this is dumb. Wait, the fuck? Okay, this why? I, I don't know. It, what? It's so funny because it, it, I, I had in the same way as you where it's like, oh, this is the best thing ever. It's like, oh, man, I wish it was done in like a, a great triple A way. It's like, no, actually, I think the charm is the jank. Oh, but I wish it wasn't this janky. Oh, but like this is pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah, it will be interesting to see what's going on with that. I know they are planning a lot of interest stuff. And hey, shout out to, to Naraka, right? Like this is a game that came out, found a lot of... Uh, found in audience mm-hmm. uh, but then it has been kind of quiet in terms of what it is so free to play cross play and coming to playstation 5 like that's a great team up of announcements to really get you out there and of course like i said taking care of the people for, who bought it on xbox here's yep. a bunch of gold here's the stuff like Very that's cool, cool. that's mm-hmm. good and again like people over here are joking about Rumbleverse with what we see from uh, the aew game which is obviously funny and a, f- a fair comparison but also like 
this is the reality of trying to keep your game alive, right? You have to pivot, you have to make moves, and you have to do all this stuff. So I hope it works out for uh, Naraka Bladepoint and keeps them going because mm-hmm. obviously I know there is a fan base there. There's a bunch of developers who are talented and working on it, so you want to see the best for them. And then the AEW Stampede thing, again, is another one where you look at that and you go, oh, that's an interesting one. And I wonder, Tim, if there's if that's successful, if it's fun. You know, AEW, like we talked about, is a very shallow game, and I don't mean that as an insult as much as just a, a critique of it. I wonder if that is able to find legs, if they're able to work on that, add stuff to it, maybe spin that off to be its own standalone thing or give people a trial to get into it that way. Yeah, a lot of maybes there, but again, yeah. hopeful. I, I like that they took the swing. Uh, number five and final on the Roper Report, ladies and gentlemen. Assassin's Creed Mirage will have History of Baghdad mode. Uh, this is Mickle. No, Michael. It's Michael, but it's spelled Mickle. But I'm going to say it's probably pronounced Michael, right? Mickle, Michael, Mickle. We'll say Mickle. Yeah. Rapara is over Michelle. at Ubisoft. No, not Michelle. I want to, that's not a pronunciation that one is. Would it be? Michelle. Yeah, yeah, but that's not how, I mean, even the French, they don't spell it that way. Oh, okay. I see. I see. M I K E L. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say Mickle. I'm going to say Mickle. If it's Michael, I apologize, Michael, but I said Mickle. I'd go Mikel. Mikel? When Assassin's Creed Mirage launches on October 12th, they will continue the series tradition of bringing players closer to history with History of Baghdad, a feature that adds historical context to the game's simulation of the past. Part of an in-game codex that will uh, that also includes tutorials from a database, database with lore, History of Baghdad will deliver expertly curated information on the history, art, and culture of Baghdad and the Abbasid caliphate circa the 9th century accompanied by images provided by museum partners in keeping with assassin's creed mirages uh, tribute uh, to early assassin's creed games history of baghdad will be integrated into the main game similarly to the database of earlier games and is tied to player progression with an in-game reward for Basim once completed as Basim visits 66 historical sites throughout baghdad players will unlock research-driven articles that dig into information across five topics economy belief in daily light daily life, government, art and science, and court life. Quote, from the start, we had an ambitious premise to help the player better understand the world of 9th century Baghdad, a world that is seldom represented in popular culture, says Dr. Raphael Whalen, a historian working at Ubisoft Montreal. Quote, in the pursuit of this lofty goal, we were given the freedom to choose what topics we wanted to tackle. We just had to make sure that we wanted to describe, we just had to make sure that we, what we wanted to describe uh, existed in the world of Assassin's Creed Mirage, end quote. An expert, an expert in Middle Eastern history, Whalen joined Ubisoft to work on Assassin's Creed Mirage, and his work includes finding culturally and historically authentic elements for inclusion in the game, as well as reviewing aspects uh, of it for coherence with the setting. He has also led the section, uh, selection and writing of History of Baghdad entries, as well as a selection of images. Quote, we might not always know it, but there is little. There is a little of Baghdad in the animal tales we read our children's and the perfumes our lovers wear, Waylon says. This comes from the role of the city as a global hub, attracting artists, scholars, and traders from all over the world. By weaving together various traditions, they created research methods and artistic styles that are still important today. This cosmopolitan aspect as well as the influence that Baghdad has on us, are at the heart of the story and world building of Assassin's Creed Mirage. Super cool. I love that uh, Assassin's Creed's always, or at least in the most recent entries, 
really pushed this type of thing and, yeah. and, and the importance of it and put it in center stage. I also just love this line here that we might not always know it, but there's a little Baghdad in the animal tales we read to our children and the perfumes our lovers wear. Hell yeah. That's some poetry. That's baby. how you talk, that's, man. That's, Dr. Whalen, that's, like, you that's bars, Dr. Whalen. Hell yeah, man. Uh, but this is so cool and I, I think it's great. And I think that uh, often for, for games like Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty, very different, but in the sense that like we look at them and talk about them as just like, Sure as shit, there's going to be another one. And we yeah. kind of just like expect a certain level from it, whatever. This is the type of stuff that I think takes it above and beyond and truly makes it something special, which is like, no, there's like so much love and passion being put into this and like trying to get it right and trying to make it more than just another Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, or at least at the, uh, changing what another Assassin's Creed means to people and like really connecting with different cultures and all that stuff. It's, I think, really important and it, they're doing it right and they're continuing to do it right. This isn't the first time they've done things like this. Yeah, 100%. Like, obviously, they've had the discovery modes in the other games that we've had, uh, you know, teachers uh, in, in the kind of funny community write in and say they've used Discovery Tour from Assassin's Creed Egypt to show in their class to do mm -hmm. all these different things. And what I, you know, you can love Ubisoft, you can hate Ubisoft, you can love Assassin's Creed, you can hate Assassin's Creed, you can think it's, you know, been done to death and da 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 da. What you're talking about, I think, is so important that it is this passion it is this desire to get it right even if you it is just well you just go there and synchronize towers and do whatever and blah blah they're still pouring this kind of love and respect into it and i really think what resonates right is this quote from the doc dr whalen right of just like the doc to help the players better understand the world of ninth century baghdad a world that is seldom represented in pop culture you know, I, like everybody else, you know, grew up seeing the pyramids and the books and reading about the pharaohs and yada, yada, yada. Like, I don't think any popular culture has let me as a, you know, just a dumb old middle Midwest American drop into a culture and feel like I'm a part of it like the Assassin's Creed games have. Like, for real, it's a joke we've made before on the show. It's a real story of me being like, you know, one day talking to Jen where I'm like, we should go to Greece. She's like, yeah, that'd be great. Da, 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 blah. And then I made some reference like, wait, you just want to go to Greece because of Assassin's Creed, don't you? And I was like, yeah. But it's like, as goofy as that is, it's a real thing where it's like, I don't know, I don't know shit about Greece, right? Yeah. But like when I played Odyssey and I was like, God damn, it's gorgeous here. And I know it's a video game. I know it's not 100% real. I but mean, it dude. is like, this is incredible and this is awesome and yada, yada, yada. And to bring that over to uh, what they're doing with Mirage, right? I think that resonates and goes so far. Like, again, how much do we... Uh, and I'm, again, I'm just pointing at myself. How much do I, dumb Midwest Greg Miller, know about Baghdad? I don't know shit about Baghdad. I know Baghdad from all the wars we fought there and every other thing we've had to go in there and do or everything. I should say we've had to. Everything we've we've gone in we and done. ourselves. Everything the United States has done in Baghdad or around Baghdad. And even then, I don't know that. I'm not that guy or whatever. Yeah. So to see it as like, no, no, no. Let's talk about what this actually is. As the doc's saying, right? Like what has come from Baghdad to be, you know, become things we take for granted in our stories or our lover's perfume. Like, that shit's awesome. Yes. So uh, show me Baghdad not just as a fucking villain in a war game. Yeah, absolutely. I digress. I'm excited to see what Baghdad looks like in the ninth century, Tim. Mm -hmm. But Assassin's Creed Mirage is so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Do 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 yeah. I got this new oxen free shirt in a press pack, and I like it. And I liked it in the mirror, but something about how it's hanging on my fat potato body. I don't see that's good. It's sitting here, it's doing this weird. It's not the shirt's fault. It's my you know potato body. Yeah, I hiked up my pants. Maybe I gotta bring them down.
Like the big shirts are in now, Greg. Is this a big shirt though? Um, I mean, yeah, it looks a little bigger than it should be oh, on you. Like, because your your shoulder line's supposed to be on your shoulder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's and so, like, like I, I something about this shirt that I like, but I ain't digging. I just got this shirt, and I, I also it's not my favorite well, vibe. You, you're it's cho- the same. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's like an oversized shirt. It's what they call it. I'm not ready to go to a large. I'll tell you that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm an yeah. XL baby. Nothing's mm-hmm. changing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, out today, Doc Ketchum's Murder Circus comes to Saints Row. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Saints Row is still getting DLC. Don't forget that. That is happening. That is something that is going on in your life. Uh, Warhammer 40K Inquisitor Martyr Season of Judgment. That's Season 5 also launches today. Then Necrosmith is on PC and PlayStation 5. Gimmick Special Edition is on Switch and PC. The Past Within is on Switch. Uh, Scarf is on PS5 and, or PlayStation 5 and the Xbox series. Um, New Heights Realistic Climbing Adventure uh, is over on PC Early Access. City Limit is on all the Xbox boxes and guilt has come to playstation and uh pc ps5 and playstation or ps5 and pc that of course was a stadia exclusive you might remember oh, one of the things not. people liked mars survivors uh, is on pc and then pokemon go seventh anniversary party starts today so enjoy that if you want to uh for honor has a new thing dropping as well if you're still playing for honor uh new world season two is dropping today and that's it new dates for you River City Rival Showdown will be released worldwide on PS4, Switch, and PC via Steam on October 12th. Street Fighter VI gets Rashid, 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 uh, the game's first downloadable fighter, on July 24th. Uh, then, Nintendo tweeted this today, Barrett. Pump those tires. Wave 5 is almost here. Eight additional courses and three returning characters come to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass on July 12th. Then, Return to Monkey Island makes its way to mobile July 27th. Deal of the day for you. Anthony Wood at IGN. Doc. Oh, here's the wave, the wave five booster pack over Let's here. Go, baby. Beep. You, you excited? Barrett, you excited? Yeah, I'm, try, I'm I'm looking at the courses here. Okay. Barrett's doing his rewind yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like cool courses. Don't recognize like any of them off the top of the dome, Tim. I remember that yacht so, one. That yacht the GBA one. one. Yeah, there's, there's the yacht one definitely, and the 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 one next to it, the one to the right. Looks vaguely familiar, but yeah, I don't know. Hold on, I can give you a, a, breakdown. a breakdown. We got uh, a Koopa Cave from the Wii. Oh, oh from the, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you move us, you can see them there. We got a uh, Los Angeles Laps from Tour, Moonview Highway from Wii, Squeaky Clean Sprint from New, uh, Athen, or that is New. Uh, that's the the bathroom one. Uh, the lessons excited about uh, yeah. Athens Dash from Tour, Daisy Cruiser from Double Dash, Sunset Wilds from GBA, and Vancouver Velocity from Tour. Hell yeah, man. I love this game so freaking much. I'm glad that I caught up on all the other DLC, Greg, because here's the problem. is like if you three-star on 200, it doesn't count towards uh, three-starring on 150 and below. It doesn't count towards three-starring on Mirror. So I was three-starring 200cc on all the DLC, but then I realized a month ago, oh, I don't have the three-stars on everything else. So I had to go through all the DLC and three-star them on Mirror and then three-star them on 150, and 150 retroactively gets you three-stars on 150. So I'm caught up, Greg. Don't worry. I'm glad, Barrett. Thank you. I love that you love this game this much. (laughs) Deal of the day. 
Anthony Wood at IGN.com reports the Callisto Protocol is the latest game to join the PlayStation Plus Trials program, uh, granting subscribers unfettered access to Striking Point Studios' horror game for an hour before buying. It will be available as usual to subscribers of the most expensive $17.99 a month PlayStation Plus premium tier, which grants trial access to a growing list of games including God of War Ragnarok, The Last of Us Part 1, and more. Tim? Mm-hmm. I put questions in here thinking we might be short. Stuff, yeah. We got... We're, you know, I want to go here. Uh huh. What are we doing? No, I don't want to. Oh, I like this one. I want an update from you on this one. All right. I like it. Yeah. Marco Hutchins writes in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can. It says, Hey, Greg and Tim, can you guys talk about your experience with Marvel Snap lately? I still only play enough to do daily missions, but it's been awesome to share my love of Marvel with my three year old son through Snap. I don't know if he's getting much out of it, but that's interesting. We played two matches and opened two orange boxes as part of the bedtime routine. That's awesome. And I feel good as a dad that he's learning his numbers and some basic math when we analyze why we won or lost at the end of each match. He loves Spidey and his amazing friends on Disney+. Plus. So when I saw that last month was all Spider-Gwen and Spider-Man stuff, we purchased a premium pass for the first time, and it was great getting all the Spider-Man cosmetics as well as Spider-Man or Spider-Ham 2099 and Silk. How much are you guys playing this day, these days? Do you have any favorite card combinations? Uh, and are there any character cards or features you guys are hopeful for? Love the show. Hope you have a great weekend. Marco. Marvel Snap Hello. is, uh, <laughs> it would still be in my top 10 of Whoa. this year. Despite how good this year is in video games, Greg. Marvel Snap is incredible. I still play every day. Um, I hate when there are days that for some reason I miss it. And yeah. then my, my numbers are, are messed up. And that's what causes Gia to be ahead of me. She's still nah. ahead of me. I caught up almost, but then she got, she spinned ahead uh, way too much. So there's a fun little rivalry going on in the Getty's household. But um, I love this game. I feel like they've done such a great job of updating it and keeping it fresh. The amount of new cards that come out with fresh abilities that kind of like change up the game dramatically, I think is really cool and fun. And sometimes it breaks it, but they're, they're really good about fixing that and like balancing everything out. Um, not every edition they've made has been a win. Like, I feel like there's been a couple modes that they've added. Like there's a couple economies going on now that I'm like, all right, y'all, this is one too many. And the issues that I had before have not been remedied whatsoever, despite some potential attempts, uh, at, at fixing it where there's, there was recently last week, a Spider-Man variant that I'm like, this is beautiful. I want this card so bad for yeah. a card. I don't even use in my decks. I'm just like, I love the art just of this. Have it. There was an avatar. I'm like, that'd be the avatar I want to use. And it came with just a couple like of the, like the, the resources and economy bullshit, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, how much would this cost? And it was like, I forget what it was, but it was like 20,000 gold or something. And I'm like, I'm not even close to having that much gold. How much would it cost me to get this $80, Greg? It would cost oh, me $80 no, to get no, just no. some alternate art. I'm like, this is broken as all hell when it comes to translating to real money. So that shit, really, really, really not good. Everything else, I paid for the premium every single month, and I feel like it is more than worth What's it. What's the theme this month? This month is the Phoenix. Gotcha. X-Men Phoenix stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty cool. Uh, last month was Spider-Verse. But yeah, it's, I really love this game. And like, I feel like anytime I start getting bored of it, I, that's when I'm like, I need to go back and just make a new deck. And I love just throwing a bunch of shit together, trying new strategies. My favorite thing about playing this game is learning strategies from your opponents. Like, combinations of things I would have never thought of. I see someone do on me, and I'm like, it like unlocks something where I'm like, oh, I know how I can apply that to all of these other cards. And then I make a new deck, and I use that for a couple months. And it's very, very fun and rewarding. And the fact that G's playing, too, it just makes it even better. Yeah. So, really cool. Love this game. 
That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, f- I fell off. You know, I forget when, and it wasn't for anything in particular. It was just, you know, complicated life, and then, of course, I just fell away from it, and so I haven't been back to it in forever. I see it, and I think about it sometimes, but I'm just like, when would I even fit it in? Yeah. I got to make time for Monster Hunter now. Uh, now? Yeah, now? When that yeah. Comes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Snap. Time to squad up, ladies and gentlemen. This is where one of you writes in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD, giving us your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here, and all the friends hang out together. Today, comedian Aaron Trahan needs help. This is a squad up IRL. That's in real life at Comic-Con. You can find Aaron at at Aaron made you. That's letter U laugh. All one word on Twitter and whatnot. No, Instagram is what he says. Hey, KFBs. Are you going to SDCC? Come to Madhouse Comedy Club for comedy slash hangout at night. Comedy and cheap drinks seven nights a week. Fourth and F Street. Do you want to try comedy? Reach out and we'll get you on the open mic list. And he puts his Instagram at Aaron made you laugh. I emailed Greg and he said he might be able to swing by on Thursday night, but no promises. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a true story. I'm going to Comic-Con. I'm hosting two panels. I haven't told you which ones yet because they haven't been announced yet, but I'll tell you eventually. Uh, and I might Thursday night. I have to go make an appearance at a party. You know, it's a rough being. Greg. It's rough being Greg Miller. It's rough being the face of this company. But afterwards, I said I might try to swing by and see what's up at the club. The but club's awesome. I, me and Nick go to that show every year um, when we're down at Comic Con. Don't try to impress me. And um, it's really cool. I said, don't try to impress me. I'm. I'm it's already done, Greg. It's nothing you can I'm do. Impressed. I can't be stopped. It's to die for by Tovlo. Thank you. You're wrong. Okay, I, I muted your mic. I'm, I'm scared to. I'm scared to get. Started. That was the only you're wrong we had. Of course, we asked people watching live to keep us honest by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Uh, and Jurgens wrote in to say, Tim, the song is probably To Die For by Tove. You were correct. It is To Die For. I'm about to fucking rock out to that all week long. That and Final Fantasy 16 on loop. Find the flame and then To Die For. Number two, number four, Greg. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, each and every weekday, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. Then head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where, of course, you can get the shows ad-free, support us, keep us independent, get dozens and hundreds and all sorts of exclusives only on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Of course, if you have a Novux to toss our way, no big deal. Use the epic creator code kindoffunny when you're checking out of the Epic Game Store or Fortnite Rocket League on your consoles. Of course... Then head over to youtube.com slash games, like, subscribe, share, podcast services around the globe, uh, review, rate, do all that jazz, share with your friends. Uh, of course, watch us live on twitch.tv slash games and youtube.com slash games. As soon as we handshake here, we're just going to keep on rolling with a little post show. Andy Cortez is going to come out, ask us your super chat questions. Then we'll do the post show. Then roll right into an afternoon stream here at Kind of Funny. If you miss any of that live, of course, youtube.com slash games has the archive. But for now. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.